you've probably heard about the Ed Foundation here in Flacker County. So who is Ed and why does he have a foundation? This is Focused on Flagler Schools, and I'm Jason Wheeler, Community Information Specialist with Flagler Schools. I want to share the achievements and challenges facing our students, teachers, and staff right here in Flagler County, Florida. So, let's dive right in. We are joined on this podcast with Joe Rizzo, Executive Director of the Flagler County Education Foundation. Joe, you're a former uh, restaurant king of Flagler County. How did you wind up first involved in the Education Foundation, second as being its executive director? Well, I, that foundation deal goes back a little bit longer than than I would ever anticipate it. I actually, Bill Del Brugge was the superintendent of schools and ate in one of the, ate at Woody's Barbecue almost every day. And him and I became friends and it turned into a, him asking me if I would serve on the foundation board. So I did that for six years. And then when my partner in the restaurant business passed away, Josh Cruz, we were looking for a home to do like a fundraiser, and which is where the Josh Cruz Writing Project came from. Carla Klein and myself kind of made it a leadership flagler class project, and it has kind of taken off from there. And I think we're in our 11th year now. So this really started about 15 years ago with me being involved in trying to give back to the schools and support the superintendent's mission and vision and you know ever since then it's been really good and fast forward to executive director you know that was a relationship that i had with uh, jacob oliva and when we found when i found out that the previous director was retiring it was really him and i having conversations about who would be a good fit and you know just kind of went down the wrong road and ended up capturing me as the person um and and so far you know it's it's one of those things where um, you know, I think people have midlife crises, and I, I don't know that I'd call it a crisis, but, you know, you always hear people talk about when you're looking into a career, do something that you love to do. And and as much as I never – I didn't dislike the restaurant business, but I never knew that I loved having the ability to help influence and support education and kids in Flagler County. So it's been really neat to watch the last four years kind of evolve into a passion. I can't imagine you walking through the halls of Flagler Palm Coast High School or playing on the field there in football thinking that, you know what, I'm going to run the Education Foundation one day. Yeah, no, that never, definitely <laughs> never entered my head. It wasn't even a thought. Um, and even when when it was presented the first couple of times, I think, like most things in life, I probably ran from it and thought, there's no way I could possibly do that. I can't be that guy. You know, um, the restaurant world's so far removed from, from what we do, but... Um, Really and truly, having an impact in the community is probably the bigger part. And that that's the part that I probably could have, you know, I've always wanted to do that, whether it was through food donations or supporting local teams or any of that kind of stuff. Um, so this just kind of made it a total next level mm-hmm. ability to provide some supports. And it has really turned into um, probably the greatest job ever. Everyone loves shorthand and, you know, we say the Ed Foundation and it's a lot shorter than saying the Flacker County Education Foundation. Now we get the name taken care of, you know, who's Ed and why does it have a foundation? Uh, what does an education foundation, what does an Ed Foundation do? So we're the 
501c3 direct support organization of the Flyer County School System. So in in reality, the purpose of the Ed Foundation, along with the other seven sixty seven districts in the state of Florida, a direct or indirect support organization allows for those donors in the community to really support education and get that tax write off. So really it turns into a you know, this is the not for profit arm of Flagler County Schools. And really, the the big purpose is just that, to give that tax donation so that a individual corporation has the ability to write off their philanthropic giving on an annual basis. And what is the relationship between this foundation and this district? Because I, I know not all of them are alike. Uh, for instance, you have a standing meeting with the superintendent every week, and that's probably not seen in, in all counties. Um, well, again, we're pretty blessed here because of the way it was designed. You know, we're housed in the same building as the school's administration. And like Jason, like you said, I meet with soup on a regular basis. And the uniqueness of that is probably pretty rare um, in a, as much as when I reach out to other foundations across the state through our quarterly meetings. I think there are some people that are doing it the way we we are, but we we really have became part of what the school system's mission and vision is. So in order to provide those supports, whether it's for mentoring or supporting teachers or supporting kids or supporting, you know, all of the things that happen in our community and really just to, to be that arm of the school system to, to make that connection. Um, I think others districts are probably a little more focused on like an individual program or something to that effect where, you know, this year, when we started, it was how do we send our kids back to school safe? And, you know, now that we're wrapping up, it's how can we incentivize teachers to teach summer school after the hardest year they've ever had and really given them a little extra, you know, love, for lack of better terms, to make it worth their while to help get these kids back on track that, that have fallen off because of the pandemic. But, you know, you never know, like in the beginning of the year, if you'd have said, hey, what are y'all going to raise money for this year? I would not have picked those two things. They wouldn't even have came up, wouldn't even have popped in my mind. But it's it's neat to be able to identify the need, work with the superintendent's team and their administration, and tackle it, come up with a plan to fix the problem. And I think as we can fix problems in Flagler County, you know, it's one of those things where they talk about it takes a village to raise a family or a child. But really, that's that's the village working together to fix whatever these kids have a need for. I encourage everyone to check out Flower County Education Foundation's website. It kind of it really lays out what you do. Um, but for those before they check on, what are your like your three big ticket things you do? Uh, obviously, there's you know, it's take stock in children. That's that's huge. So what's that? So so we have we really live in three big clusters. One of them is mentoring. Uh, we run the Take Stock program. We run the career coaching program, and making sure that there's a significant adult in kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if you were to ask me to to sum it up in three majors, that's one of them. Um, the other one is really providing life's essentials. So, through donations of clothing, school supplies, all that kind of stuff, we partner with our Trails kids, which are the kids that are age 18 to 22 that are special needs kids that run that work in the Trails program with Dr. Kim Halliday, and they supply all of the life essentials to any school kid that needs it. So we reach out through community fundraisers to make sure we have socks, shoes, underwear, toiletries for kids, 
And then really that 64% of kids that are on free and reduced lunch or 60-something, you know, making sure that they don't go without, you know, making sure that they're on, on par with everybody else. Um, so that's, that's probably one of our second biggest things. Um, the third biggest one is probably teacher support, making sure our teachers have what they need, um, whether it's through the teacher grant program where between it and, and our classroom to careers programs, we put close to $200,000 a year back into schools with those initiatives in mind and making sure that they align with state standards and working with the teaching and learning department to say, you know, these are reputable, will have impact and be positive for kids. So we, we have a huge grant program. And then really the seniors, we do senior scholarships for both schools and to make sure that uh, I think locally we give away close to a half a million dollars worth of senior scholarship dollars, which is really just a pass-through for the Ed Foundation um, and really just making sure that those community members like the Kiwanis Club or the Rotary Club or Tiger Bay or even individuals like a Quantum Electric where we're making sure that when they want to give to students to see them further their careers in secondary education, that we're that conduit to make sure they can get those dollars. Where does this money come from? You kind of hit upon it a little bit earlier, but where does the money come from? Because it's not like there's an an, an infinite number of Fortune 500 companies here in Flagler County or CEOs, although you'd be surprised how many former CEOs we have living here. But you've been able to reach out beyond Flagler County as well to bring money's we, in. We do. We, we have some amazing partnerships all the way from um, last week I met with Kevin Bowler from Daytona Beverage, um, Beaver Toyota from St. Augustine. Um, we had a ribbon cutting on Friday with a group out of Tallahassee called the Able Trust to really to connect the every place we can for individual needs is really the reach out. And we're willing to go the mile to, you know, if it means driving to Orlando to meet with a company um, who does underground utilities or if it means going to Tallahassee to, you know, talk to a lobbyist, we're going to do whatever we can to make sure that we can meet all the needs of these kids one way or the other. How about recruiting volunteers? Because I know you you said you want a an adult mentoring every single student we have, so and which is doable. It's actually it's it's more than doable if if you think about it. We have one hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty thousand people in Flagler County. Um, we're only looking for ten percent to reach out to kids. I mean, it's thirteen thousand students. It's not that it's not that insurmountable when you look at it in in numbers. And you know, I think the the most important part is we always talk about time, talent, and treasure. And any one of those three things, I think if we can get you – I was just talking to the super, the tax collector today, Suzanne Johnson, about if I can get you to mentor a kid and show you all the good stuff we're doing, you're going to support any way you can. So, so it's just a matter of getting them exposed to what the school system is doing and how good of a job we actually do. I mean, we're – this is not – traditional school like you think it was a hundred years ago or when you were in school these kids don't sit in desks in rows and take notes i mean these kids are preparing for the future and it is amazing to see happen big question here because it really has affected everyone but how has co what has covid done to your organization as far as what you're able to provide students and teachers this year well i think financially it's probably an offset in as much as people who have been philanthropic are still philanthropic if not more 
the pro the harder part is the people who can't afford to be philanthropic because of the pandemic um, that have been our go-tos you know our when you look at our tree in the wall in the government services building our little squares have been harder to to collect support mm-hmm. from as opposed to our big squares um so um you know it it's all important and it's all crucial and you know that you know, I call them little and big squares, but they're really people who want to have impact. So it's it kind of hurts to see people not being able to when you know they have the heart to. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately, like I said when I started, I wouldn't have thought that we were going to be trying to support PP&E and trying to support teachers in, in summer school um, when the year started. So so it kind of it just moves and flows the way it needs to to make sure that we're getting the job done. But when you look at you know, the kind of support we've gotten, whether it's from the Advent Health of the world or, um, you know, you name it. I met with Klein Construction this week and, you know, that guy, when he when he heard the ask from the State Chamber of Commerce of support a K-3 reading program in your local school district, he looked at me and said, I'll do whatever y'all need me to do. And these are the kind of impacts that we can have on, on, our, on our business partners um, so it's really important that that we share our message and we get it out correctly. And you know, everywhere from you know elementary and the Dolly Parton Imagination Library and reading to you know next week we're meeting on Wednesday we're meeting with UNF about these Mednex programs. So there's opportunity and just making sure that everybody's aware of it is probably the most important thing. Moving forward, and this may be it. What what is your goal? for the foundation in 21, 22, and, and maybe beyond? So my goal for the foundation has always been able to, to put us in a spot where we have an endowment. Um, we currently have an endowment policy that is all based, based on planned giving. Um, we have been fortunate enough that in the past, um, we've had a couple big donors, Robert Osner, one of them, uh, the Axelrod family, another one. But we have almost $3 million in an endowment policy right now. And our goal since the day I walked in was to get it to ten. So it's going to continue to be our goal that we're we're able to support in every way this the school district needs us to, but then we can chip away and keep throwing money into that big pot, so that we know that this can be a conduit for supporting education long after I'm gone, and really long after all the people that are involved are gone, and we know that there's constant money coming off of that endowment policy forever. What makes you sad? <laughs> What's make, what, what makes Joe Rizzo sad? Uh, I think the fact that it, the time that it takes to do right by kids. Um, you know, you look at the problems we have, whether they're mental health or their discipline or they're, you know, not on reading level or any, not having the clothes or stuff to put on their backs, but really the response time is, you know, the bureaucracy that gets in the way of solving these problems. Let us just do what we need to do to solve the problem. That's probably the one thing that drives me the most insane about my job <laughs> is why can't we just fix it now? Um, because it's, if, if your first question is always what's best for kids, then the answer is pretty simple. Now just get out of the way, you know, get, let the bureaucracy move out of the way because it, you know, politicians always mess it up, <laughs> which is why I will never be a politician. <laughs> what makes Joe Rizzo happy on the other side of things? When it works, when you have that, when you see that aha moment, when you see, uh, 
when you see that kid, you know, open that scholarship letter, when you see um, a kid get a new pair of shoes and you know what you're doing is good, that's it's a life-changing moment for both sides. Absolutely. Joe Rizzo, thank you so much. Um, we're both emotional guys, and this is going to end poorly. <laughs> well, I tried not to cry. So it's, and it's just Jason and I sitting in a room, and he knows how I feel about all this stuff. So that's kind of – And it was a good question, too. It was a, it was a happy question. <laughs> I thought you'd cry on the sad one, but the happy one made you cry. And now I'm teared up. Thank you, Joe, for the great conversation, as always. And um, please check out the Flagler County Education Foundation, their website. Give Joe a call. I'm not going to let you put your cell phone number out because I know you will, but – Give him a call. 386-517-8971. And he will answer the, call, and answer the phone 24 hours, seven days a week if you're going to give him some money. But please support Education Foundation. Those monies go directly right smack dab back into our classrooms, whether it's helping a teacher, helping a student, um, helping a, a school campus. Uh, it's probably the best thing you can do uh, as a Flyer County citizen and, and can directly impact a single life. And that's just huge. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Jason. And we want to thank you for listening to Focused on Flagler Schools, a production of the Flagler County School District. New episodes are released every other Thursday. If you like what you hear, subscribe. And check out Flagler Schools at www.flaglerschools.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're there at Flagler Schools. Thanks for listening. And remember, let's keep focused on Flagler Schools.